River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. I'm Dan, here along with James. James, say hello. What's up, Niner Nation? It has officially been zero days since a bad owner story has come out. Yes, and I'll point that way. I have to remember it's pilot pilot directions on here. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, we um, I've changed my name tag appropriately uh, to concerned 49ers fan because uh, last night uh, while we were just doing our thing, uh, James, you hit me up and told me I need to look up a story about Jed York, our CEO. Uh, and you explained to me what was going on and, um, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. He's been named in a pretty bad lawsuit. I mean, James, do you want the, do you want the honors to (laughs) explain to the listeners or, uh, well, just so you know, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Apple products. My Apple watch alerted me with the Twitter notification and went like, I was right there on the story, able to call you immediately and get to work on this right away. Uh, but Jed York, I'm really, really mad at you that you did this because last night the Phillies threw a no-hitter and I was working on this story and like luckily my phone went off again to let me know there were three outs away from a no-hitter and I got to watch the last three outs because I've never seen a Phillies no-hitter. So, but I could have watched the whole game if it wasn't for Jed York. So I was, you called me right after I bought my new car and, uh, I was, I was, I did still enjoy my nice night in with, with my fiance, like we usually do on, uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, we watched a really good movie still, but yeah, it was itching at the back of my mind a little bit, but you know, we let it fester. We let it, uh, see if any more details came out. I didn't see any extra details other than what we talked about last night, but, um, no, no, but just so you know, 49ers fans and NFL fans, if you're watching this, if you, if you haven't read the news or uh, aren't into uh, the news right now, what's going on with the 49ers and their owner, Jed York, uh, basically he's been named in a lawsuit uh, for doing insider training with a company called Chegg. He was the board of directors on Chegg, which was basically uh, a pay for service used in the pandemic by students uh, to learn how to study, tutor, and things like that. However, Forbes magazine wrote an expose on Chegg in March of 2021 uh, saying that they made it very, very easy for students to cheat. Uh, Very easy for students to cheat. Basically, within, you know, seconds to 15 minutes, if you were doing a question on a test, you could easily scan millions of books to find the answer and just dump it in. Um, some professors reported over 200 students on one exam cheated and he could prove it by using Chegg. Now, how Jed York was involved in this in 2013, he became bar- part of the board at Chegg and at the time it went public for $12.50 a share. So they were up and down up until 2020. When the pandemic happened, students are at home. They're doing their tests at home. Uh, and so stocks 
skyrocketed all the way up until you go to February of 2021 to $113.51. Uh, all while people are cheating uh, to get their answers on these tests. And, that, you know, of course, students were buying into it because Chegg made it so easy, according to Ford's report, that they could just simply get a tutor 24-7 or scan these textbooks as quickly as they wanted, and they could get the answer and put it in on the test almost instantaneously. Uh, so Forbes uh, ran, the, ran the article on Chegg exposing what they were doing, uh, which was, like I said, that was in uh, March of 2021. Um, Jed York sold his shares in 2020. Um, you know, he probably heard the workings of a news story because the, you know, March is still early in the year. So in 2020, he probably heard the markings of uh, a failure of what was going on and sold about 10,000 shares with a profit of $1.4 million. Uh, yeah. And so, and Forbes had interviewed 52 students um, for their report. And besides the six that Chegg gave to them, all but four admitted to, that they used it for cheating. So this was a rampant problem that was going on that Jed York probably knew about. And here's the thing. We've he, talked he was a pretty prominent person in their board. He knew this was going on, allegedly. I will, I'm editorializing and saying I bet he knew. <laughs> yes. And what we've always questioned, like Mike Florio questioned, especially with the previous story with the Texans owner, when did the NFL know? How long did they know? When did they find out about this? Well, if you follow the dots and pay attention to ESPN, if Jed York files loses his share, uh, sells his shares, excuse me, sells his shares in 2020, the Forbes expose comes out in March of 2021. If you follow ESPN, June of 2021, Snyder introduced the blackmail PowerPoint. So it's reasonable to say that Jed York was most likely on that blackmail PowerPoint in June of 2021, which is two years ago now. So I, I mean, Dan, do you, do you really think Snyder just overlooked, you know, what Jed York was doing and didn't put it on the PowerPoint? Cause I have a funny feeling that that was definitely on the PowerPoint and the fact that it's out now. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no way that it wasn't Snyder. It's, Snyder is not dumb. Snyder's not a dumb person. You don't get to a position that he's in being a dumb person. So I think it is incredibly reasonable to believe that of the 29 or 30 slides outside of uh, Snyder's own slide, he would obviously not make. I, I'm willing to bet a lot of money that Jed York's slide was this. There's no way that nobody knew about this. There's, um, yeah. there's no I mean, way. There's just no way. Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder found a picture from 1964 of Jerry Jones blocking student, blocking African American students from entering the school. 
that's some digging on Jerry Jones. So there's no reason to believe that he didn't do his due diligence on Jed Yark. Yeah, no, there's there's absolutely no way. I yeah. God, this I wanted <laughs> I before, I wanted before... to do I was looking forward to Monday where we could talk about Ray Ray's injury, uh seeing Jimmy G do his first press conference facing his old team whatever else came out we're taping this uh on the 10th i wanted to i wanted to talk about all this other stuff that was going on on monday but then no uh i'm celebrating getting my new car and then no jed york you had to you uh i'm not mad that the story dropped i'm glad the story came out but i'm mad that we have to spend extra time talking about something bad instead of something fun like our new yeah. banners like our new background celebrating again thank you sam for letting us on shady sports network and wager wire go make bets responsibly <laughs> but <laughs> but no we have to talk about this and now i can't live in denial that my owner is one of the good owners in the league i i just need to i just need a minute to just accept that and then i do have some thoughts about what i think is going to actually happen going forward but oh deep breath uh and just so you know, just so you know, everybody, the story that came out yesterday reporting this was from the San Francisco Chronicle. They did the due diligence to, to tie Jed York into this. Uh, so they did the due diligence uh, yesterday by reporting it. Of course, I follow Mike Florio at ProFootballDoc.com. He tweeted about it. I immediately saw it, called Dan, and then started digging into the uh, San Francisco Chronicle's article which also led me to the Forbes article uh, about the Chegg's cheating scandal. So those are all our sources, plus ESPN. Thank you for the blackmail PowerPoint uh, source as well. So, yeah, I mean, draft guru Steve said it, right? He said it in the group text, and he's probably said it on the show, that no owner is clean. No. And now, I mean, I, I would take solace in the fact that, like, I I live in a state with a overtly crazy owner. He doesn't really hide he's crazy. He doesn't think he's crazy, but we all, he doesn't, he's not helping his own case. I could at least pretend that, um, and just technically, we need to clear this up too, because I can hear angry emails. Yes, I am aware that Jed York is technically just the CEO, technically entitled, and the DeBartolo York foundation or uh, specifically like his parents. I, yes, please don't email us or tweet us about those semantics. I'm going to use a production term. Jed York is the showrunner. He acts as the owner, even though he's only technically the CEO in title. So get that out of the way. Please don't email us about that. We know those semantics, but yeah, no, this just bummed me the hell out, dude. Like, I bet, man. Just, this is just sad. Like, I bet, but, man. But we need to think about it this way, though. Like, these are allegations. Uh, he, they are charges. And um, it, this is just a civil suit, right? This isn't like a criminal suit. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe, yeah, I believe it. I believe it's civil, civil right now. Um, okay. I so, don't think there's going to be any jail time. Right. So with just some paycheck penalties, so to say, uh, being the only thing on the table. Um, I mean, really, I... I can't, the league will get involved. I'm sure the league will get involved. Um, I'm not sure entirely about how the, um, uh, 
actions detrimental to the league or the personal conduct policy works with executive level employees. I'm sure he's going to face some sort of fine, possible suspension. I don't think I'm not I'm not going to personally guess he's going to get a whole like year away from the team. If he is going to be away from the team, I think it's just going to be a little bit. I think he's going to get a six figure fine. I can't see it being a seven figure fine because I mean, however, the way they spin it with an executive level employee in the personal conduct policy that I'm that I'm not an expert at and I'm not going to speculate that as much like i'm just kind of guessing my gut reaction though is that i think he's still going to be ceo i don't unless some unless some massive turn happens that i'm not expecting i think he's still going to be ceo i think he's still going to be acting owner i'm using finger quotes i think he's still going to be more or less the acting owner um i don't i i i just don't know i don't think there's going to i'm not personally anticipating any radical punishment coming out of this and really it's just how much do you care that um he manipulated the game to make profit off of kids that wanted to cheat the education system and used a company just fully like yeah this is what we do we want to yeah we want to shortchange your uh education uh allegedly <laughs> yeah trying to protect us allegedly allegedly i just at face value the way this all read um it's just embarrassing and it has changed. Um, it's, I don't know. I know I'm probably never going to meet him. I, I, I know like he could probably care less about this show. He, John listens to this show as you noted, not, we, uh, yeah, John not listens and John may not like his boss. So we don't know, but I don't, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to be a cynic. I just, I, I'm listening to my I, gut and just kind of thinking, I, Maybe maybe Steve and I share the same uh, thoughts on this. We he's not here with us right now, but I I don't know. I really just because it's not as egregious, like it's not directly affecting other owners' playbook. He doesn't have the rap sheet of pissing off all the other owners and all the fans. Like he doesn't have that rep behind him, and this was technically like a separate private. Like the NFL itself is a private thing, but nothing he did directly again depending on how you want to spin his reputation as affecting the league so i don't really see what kind of punishment he's gonna get that's gonna be worth anything yeah it's it's checks checks are gonna get written the civil lawsuit checks gonna get written before jed york testifies um and the nfl will find him i don't know maybe a million dollars who knows but is there is that real accountability is that you know we just talked about the texans owner like the nfl has proven that it will keep things under wrap until hmm, something blows up and people yeah, find this out is, about it this is two accountability episodes we've had to do in a week in a I, week i'm not happy about this. yes me i'm always too. happy to, i'm always happy to talk to you but I don't like that. Again, this is not a fun story to talk about. I don't like talking about this. This is embarrassing as as, pers as personally and, or as emotionally invested, I'll say, as I am with this team. This is embarrassing. I, I, this, is, this is just, and we're right before the season. And I don't, maybe it's being hyperbolic that it's going to affect the locker room. I don't, I don't think Kyle is going to let this affect the locker room. I feel like he's a coach that can weather this. Uh, and luckily it's not an assault like this is just 
greedy money management if I want to oversimplify this. So I don't, I mean, I, I'm not letting myself believe it's going to affect the locker room, but no, all the players, of course, are going to be aware of this. Everybody's got social media. Like, there's no way the locker room, some people in the locker room are not talking about this right now. There's there's no way. This is in their minds. Yeah. So. And right before the season, right before preseason. When... We play the Raiders in five days. Yeah. <laughs> we like... play the Raiders on Sunday. Like, of course, this is on everybody's mind. Like, they're not going to talk about it. Uh, Kyle's probably going to say yeah i'm aware of this story but i have no comment it's not my place to comment that's probably all he's going to say like so i don't know i i just i hope and assume it's not going to affect the locker room but yeah i don't i don't know i guess we're in a i guess i'm glad we're in agreement that it's sad that he's probably not going to get that big a punishment it's just embarrassing we have to talk about it yeah he's not going to get a big punishment and so i mean we we probably think the texans owners gonna get a punishment if he's found guilty i'm sure of that but like i like is you that said, a civil suit too or does no the that's criminal oh the Texas he's owner is criminal that's okay. criminal charges those are he could go to jail for decades for what he's charged with jen the, york is gonna uh, write the, a burden, check. the burden of proof is a big key when it comes to trials of that nature but if they yeah if they prove the if they fulfill the burden of proof or however the right way you're supposed to say that then yeah oh yeah no he's going to jail or prison for a while yeah <laughs> this is not prison is not on the table for what jed york did like, no no but i mean what we're trying to do here at the show and what i spent all day on twitter doing and i want to first another thank you to the twitter family that has been created on there with niner nuts how you guys have come to support us uh, with, you know, reaching out and saying, hey, can you just retweet this tweet? Can you follow our channel? Can you follow our network channel? We really do appreciate the community that we have built with you. And just remember, if you need anything from us, uh, from that community, just direct message us on Twitter. I, I read the Twitter messages and we will do whatever we can to help you. But really what's going on right now, we're trying to start a movement. Uh, we're trying to raise money for charity. And we have started the hashtag owner accountability. And just get it out there, tweet. And what you can do is to, to help raise money for uh, crisis centers in Kentucky. Uh, you can buy our merch. Uh, you can go to, as you can see, bonfire.com and purchase our merch. You can get this shirt right here, a Niner Nuts shirt, or you can get Dan's shirt, what he's got on there. All the owners in a standoff with guns against each other. We think you should have cool merch when you donate the charity. So you get a cool T-shirt, you donate to a good cause. All the proceeds will go to the crisis center in Kentucky. I'm still working on the exact crisis center that it's going to go to. So, but don't worry. Like we did before, we raised money for Courtney's house. All the funds went there. Go to bonfire.com. Please go to bonfire.com. Do not go anywhere else to buy our apparel. Go to bonfire.com because that will donate to charity. Yeah, I'll just, I'll piggyback on top of that. It's it is not for us it is for it's for everybody else we we didn't really touch too much on it during this off season because life was kind of hectic for us but we always try to highlight things that are bigger than football that's why 
owner accountability. That's why we've tried in the past to interview various charities before. Again, we just couldn't quite get to, well, any this, this off season, but that's not stopping us from making this hashtag trend this off season. And yeah, if an owner needs to get called out, we're going to call them out just like we're doing in this emergency episode. Cause I, there needs to be accountability. Definitely. And the reason why we, we want the accountability is because we all know everybody follows the news enough to know that if a player, this were to happen to a player and the NFL found this out about a player, the very next day we hear about it. If not the hour that they hear about it, when we hear about it. Oh, we, sus- suspended or released or waived immediately, unless your we, name's Alvin Kamara. True. But once again, you like I said, like we're able to connect the dots. We were able to connect the dots and figure out that the NFL most likely knew about this in June of 2021. And we're not hearing about it until August of 2023. So, yeah. So if I guess this is the way the NFL wants to run things is like, we're not going to say anything and cross our fingers. Nobody reports about it. So it's a, yeah, I'm, I, I, Bear with me for making the sound way cruder than I mean to. It's a it's a don't ask, don't tell. If no one's gonna bring it up, we're not gonna say anything. That's yeah. not that's not morally okay, guys. <laughs> that is not. That is neither not. was don't ask, don't tell for real. But yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is not how there's there's a fine line between information that is for the public good and not. And this was for the public good. This should have been. Yes, this was a public concern. And the NFL sat on it, apparently, for two years is what, is what it seems like. So, yeah, I I mean, this is this is the, the second time in a week. Like, I don't know. I thought Dan Snyder would go away peacefully, but I guess he's not. He's throwing his guns in the air and uh, saying, I'm not going down. You may have, I may have got my check, but I'm still firing, baby, you know? Dude, I I texted my my Patriots friend about this. Um, I used the <laughs> I used the joke name uh, Snyder Domus. Like, <laughs> is it like I think it is fair to wonder. Like now that this has happened twice, I mean the Texans one was a minority stakes owner. It wasn't Bob McNair, but a minority is... stakes owner that in May. So he he most likely wasn't on the blackmail PowerPoint. Right, uh, I, I just a minority. I mean, well, now we can. Well, now we can ask the question if we want to put on a conspiracy hat. I mean, I'm not one for doing that, but I mean, we've we have a little bit more smoke today than we had on Monday. So, yeah. I mean, if we have another one, I mean, that means the egg is just kind of on our face. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just we know these things are going on. Because, you know, ESPN reported about it, you know, said that there is a blackmail PowerPoint. The public just hasn't seen it. So, you know, I I guess the NFL, like you said, Dan, nobody's going to ask us. We're not going to tell anybody. And we're just going to let it go. And maybe someday we'll have to write a check or put somebody on, you know, some sort of list for the stay out of the league for like a year or something like that. But do you remember when you learned what lying by omission meant? I'm pretty sure I learned about lying by omission by the time I was 10. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what this is. This yes. is lying by omission. Yes, yes. And I mean, the NFL has proven now that, you know, it's not going to report on its owners. Definitely not. Because, you know, they all got dirt. They They're all got gonna... dirt. I mean, if you, you want to be if you want to be cynical, I mean, uh, don't snitch on your friends. I mean, they at least yeah, have, I guess they at least have a code. <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not until... trying to excuse them, but I mean, <laughs> at least you're not a snitch, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, Dan Dan Snyder is still putting stuff out there, and you know, I think from his yacht in France, from his yacht in France, or england is it england or france i don't remember he's in france i believe he wants to probably be a part of england a soccer team in england that's probably what he really wants to do now that he's got his you know 5.9 billion dollars speaking uh, of a, speaking of soccer jed oversaw buying leads that soccer club oh yeah that's right the 49ers just bought leads that's right i forgot about that yeah and jed oversaw all that because it was i can't remember the exact naming of it it was like the 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 san francisco 49ers business something we own them that's the layman's term we we jed york own leads now like yeah but i mean i mean this isn't gonna it's probably not gonna affect his leads dealership because this happened in the states and oh why would no, they don't care. It it happened on American soil. They're probably not gonna. I don't. I mean, I'm not an international law expert, but I mean, he didn't technically like, unless he stashed some money in an account in London. Like, I feel like yeah. they have no jurisdiction to care. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I I. We are probably naive in thinking that maybe one day this might all change and the NFL will self-report on its owners, but I doubt it. I, I really, really doubt it. And so as long as it continues to happen this way, uh, we'll be here and we'll be doing our part to, you know, raise money for charities um, and, you know, just report the news, uh, you know, on these owners and not, you know, we, we love to talk football. We really, really do. We love to talk football. We love to talk about the 49ers. I love to talk about the Eagles. And really, if we had a choice, that's all we want to talk about. We want to tell you about, you know, where you can go to bet. We want to tell you about where you can go buy stuff and save money. You know, we want to do that in the show and speak it out loud, not for just you, us, but for our sponsors. They trusted us, but we... You know, we'll put it on the banner, but, you know, right now news is news. And, you know, yeah, we want we want to do something in the community. We want to, you know, give back to the community because, you know, there are some things in life that are bigger than football. And some of these things are it. You know, crisis centers are really a place that needs more funding, you know. And, yeah, any help that we can do – and any support we get to from the community to do that, we thank you. And, you know, we're going to continue doing what, what we do. Uh, we're here for you guys. Uh, we're here for the little guy, uh, you know, because, you know, this is our hobby. This is just our hobby. We're not, you know, looking to make 
12, $13 million a year reporting the news. We just want to talk football with two buddies. But, you know, we'd like to have fun doing it. We'd like to talk about fun things. I mean, if you listen to our podcast throughout the whole year, like, you know, we've talked, we've talked football and we love talking football. We love talking to the Niners. I, of course, love talking about the Eagles. And yeah, it's just sad that like two out of our first four episodes on Shady Sports Network have to be this. Yeah, I, gosh, I, you've, you've, you've basically said it all. I, I, I don't know. I would just be repeating you. It's, it's embarrassing. We had to do an extra episode over something bad. Like the last time we did this, it was for Christian McCaffrey. I wish this was for some good news, like Christian McCaffrey. Um, and if it does happen during the season, if during the trade line, deadline they make a big trade, we will be here doing an emergency podcast. If they, right. If they do that. We yeah. Will no. Be Exactly. I just, I, I, I agree. Like we're, we're on the same wavelength. Like this is just, yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's end this episode with putting good faith out there, hoping that um, we don't have to keep doing episodes like this anymore where it's sad and we don't get to just celebrate football. We have to talk about a blemish on the league and a blemish on a specific team. And yeah, just focus on football. Cause I mean, sure, there's the ugly side of the NFL that likes to come out every now and then that we have to remember, oh, yeah, it's there. But, I mean, there's so much good that comes out of football, that comes out of the football season and what it, the teams mean to the communities and what they do give back to the communities for the most part. And that's what we want to do with this show is to be a part of that celebration. That's what I that's what I hope we get to do for the rest of the season, like after this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, and just so you know, if you're if you're new to us and you want to know why I'm an Eagles fan uh, on a Niners podcast, and a year and a half ago we started this podcast out of a friendship, and that friendship is this: I'm an Eagles fan. In 2017, I watched the Eagles climb to the top of the mountain, win the Super Bowl. And it was one of the most victorious things in my life and one of the most emotional days of my life. And I was so happy. I was so overjoyed that finally, after 30 years of rooting for my team, I got to watch them win a Super Bowl. And it was one of the greatest days of my life. And you can brag that it's one of the best Super Bowls that has ever been ever played. Happened. Exactly. Like objectively, that's how I feel about Super Bowl 52. It was an incredible Super Bowl. Yes, it was just such a great season. It was such a fun ride. And I wanted to start something like that, but I have my friend Dan, and I'm like, Dan, let's do 49ers because Dan was two, two years old when Steve Young threw six touchdowns against the San Diego Chargers. Two. What you got there, Dan? Yeah, see? I was gonna hold my my runner-up trophies for losing <laughs> two Super Bowls. Uh, yes, when we lost in twenty twelve, Super Bowl forty seven, when we lost to the Ravens, and then just three years ago, the or four year or four year, I can't count the twenty nineteen Super Bowl. I even got a pin on it when we lost the twenty nineteen Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I've yeah. had two heartbreaks 
in less than 10 years. And I don't like the feeling. <laughs> exactly. And it, it, we all know as fans who have been there before, who have watched this happen, unless you're a 20 year old Patriots fan, you don't know what that's like. But if you, I mean, we've all been there. If you're, if you're 30 and you know, Dan is a little over 30, I'm 44. Like we've suffered, we've done a lot. And I want that joy for my friend that what I had in 2017, I want it for my best friend, Dan. Oh, I should, want, I don't even know this side. Yeah. Right? Pilot, I want, I pilot want, directions. <laughs> I want, I want it for my friend, Dan right here. Cause I love him. And I want to be a part of this journey with him. I want to be a part of this journey for the Niners faithful. And I'm rooting for the Niners, except against the Eagles. And basically, you know, we'll, but, we'll settle that in week 13. Yes, we will. And so, but yeah, that's, that's why we started the shows because we want to watch the 49ers win a Super Bowl. I want to be there with my best friend as he's celebrating. Yeah. And hopefully for the rest of the season, that is what we can focus on. Like uh, just analyzing the team, seeing how we're doing and just hoist a Lombardi at the end. Like hopefully this losing streak finally comes to an end. I was just telling my grandmother yesterday that uh, uh, there's no reason I've, 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 I don't I don't care what other people say. I don't think there's any reason that a team with as much top to bottom talent as we have with Bosa, Williams, McCaffrey, Debo, Warner, Hufunga, I mean the, the list goes on how many people that are just absolute studs on this team. We can't do it. There's no there's no reason we there's no reason we don't have a legitimate shot to make it to a fifth conference or a a fourth conference championship in five years and maybe actually win the damn thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no yeah. reason, but there's definitely no reason that you guys can't do that this year, but yeah. It's gonna, yes. But I mean, that's, we'll talk about that. Hopefully on when we come to record next on Monday, we won't have some owner story to, to talk about anymore because we love talking football and we love having fun talking football and joking around with each other. And, you know, but I mean, we'll get there, guys. And, you know, so we we don't do this all the time. We don't, you know, it just so happened that this happened to be a week where two two owners got in trouble. And yeah. Yeah. And just to clarify, um, I may figure out a way to more uh, concretely display this. But yeah, we say Monday. That's just when we tape. Episodes will be dropping unless there are emergencies like this. (laughs) We're going to be dropping episodes tuesday wednesdays and fridays um so that's hopefully going to be the schedule going forward i feel comfortable enough because we've done it like this a couple times now but yeah tuesday wednesday friday friday's going to be the jimmy b betting episode specifically the other two stories we cover are mon- or tuesday and wednesday but yeah no this one dropped uh by the time y'all are watching this uh, less than 12 hours or no less than six hours after recording so yeah this will happen every now and then but um but yeah just to put that out there um but no just we won't take up any more of your time guys uh this is out of our normal routine we'll let you go back to your lives we just needed or i needed to vent and <laughs> hopefully we don't have something serious to talk about for quite uh quite a while hopefully we're coming back tuesday only just celebrating all the good things that came out of us playing the Raiders on Sunday. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll check you later. Outro music, River Road, Justin Muth. Beat the Raiders. See you next week.
River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. <laughs> 